Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Bloom Living Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Deshooter. If you're looking for some real financial assistance, some tips, some things to empower you to move forward with your finances, go to bloomyourmoney.com and download our free ebook at bloomyourmoney.com. And then stay tuned for our ending to the season where we are doing a back-to-back-to-back-to-back series on Bitcoin and crypto. So if you're looking for an entry point into understanding Bitcoin and crypto, join us here on the Bloom Living Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Thomas DeShooter Business Success Coaching. Are you ready to experience your business thriving? Or maybe you're already thriving and you want a better system for managing your cash flow. The truth is, you need to be set up to win. And winning is all about the process. Being certified cash flow specialist and profit first professionals, Thomas DeShooter Business Success Coaching will put you on track to win big. Check the show notes to book your free consultation or go to thomasdeshooter.com. Hey, Thomas here, Bloom Living Podcast, Season 5, Episode 14, and today's guest is back, back on the show, Clifton Alexander. He is a man that knows how to create cash flow, and here's what's really cool about Clifton is that he has this knack for figuring out how to make uh, technology work for him, how to make broadcasting work for him. Uh, how to hook up people onto Spotify. And then he's got this really cool thing he's doing now, which is content creation for Amazon Prime. And so he's working with people out there that are influencers that have huge followings, and he's connecting them and doing shows and getting it ready for Amazon Prime. You're not going to want to miss today's show because he's going to drop some serious information on you with regards to how to do that, how to think outside the box when wanting to build out your network and your influence in the world of social media. Here we go, my friend, Clifton Alexander. Hey, Clifton. Do you hey, remember? How's it going there? <laughs> do you remember when you were on the show before? I had this way of mm-hmm. saying your name. I don't remember how. Clifton <laughs> Alexander! <laughs> I like that. I think I should always get a type of warm welcome no matter where I go. That's right. When you walk in the room, it should be Clifton Alexander. I do like that. Uh, so we we haven't talked for, I mean, we talked a little bit a few weeks ago, yeah. but that was because yeah. I wanted to reach out to you. I saw mm-hmm. you were up to a whole bunch of new stuff and thought it would be a great, true. great catch up for the show. To bring, yeah. I like to bring guests back and say, "Well, what's going on now?" And it is true. <laughs> last time we were together, we talked a lot about building monthly income, recurring revenues, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm assuming you still have these things in place. Yes, and more, <laughs> and more. All right. So why don't we talk yeah. a little bit about the more? And then we can, mm-hmm. you know, I'm very excited about uh, some of the production work I've, I'm seeing you do and the camera gear and right. all of this stuff that I've been seeing you do. And that must be leading to something. And I don't know how Correct. much of that you can share here, but I'd love to get into that. But let's, let's talk about 
the monthly cash flow because this is so critical for people. Right? I don't think people understand mm-hmm. the importance of being able to create things that pay you while you sleep. Correct. That is true. Very true. Um, well, recently I've um, started my own talent agency called Fansway. So with the production that you've been seeing lately, it's uh, what we're doing is we have a deal with Amazon Prime. So we've been filming a lot of content and then placing that content on Amazon because Amazon pays us per view. But with our talent agency, we're signing influencers who have millions of followers. So their millions of followers will then go to Amazon, watch a show or a movie that they're in. Those millions of followers, we get paid per view. So instead of you know wasting that money on YouTube, where you get paid on YouTube, but just not as much as you get paid on Amazon, we're taking their content from YouTube to Amazon Prime as those six, seven million people who've watched the video on um, YouTube come on Amazon. We're making 10 times more money. So for us, we've invested a lot of money into production, um, a lot of money into gear, equipment, um, because it's a, it's an easier return of investment. So the company is called Fansway. And then with our, we're in conjunction with a production company called Uplift Works that provides all the equipment, all the gear, all the resources that we need. And then we just do a split um, with our influencers and the production companies to make a residual from from the sales from the shows. So if I so if I understand this correctly, then I want to break this down. So YouTube, you get paid, but it's not as lucrative. You're partnering right. with influencers. You're creating content that then will be fed onto Amazon Prime, where the payout is greater. And then each party, the gear supplier, you and your influencer are sharing in all of that revenue. Correct. Correct. So usually the gear company, you would pay them up front. Right. To rent the gear. Um, But they're getting a percentage of sales. So they're basically giving us the equipment and everything like that um, is, I guess, sweat equity in the beginning. And then as we make a return of investment, we get our, they get their money up top because they provided the gear that we needed to even get started, the production company, and then the influencer and the rest of us split it after that. And then, you know, it's, a, it's just, you know, three, four way split. And so one of our influencers, he has a TV series uh, on YouTube called uh, You Hitting That. And uh, that series alone got 30 million views on YouTube, but it's also gotten about, I'd say, 3 million or so watch hours. Um, so we're like, okay, if we can get the, that same amount of audience, even half of that, um, on Amazon, we'd be making well over a quarter of a half, a quarter to half a million dollars just from that series. And if they were able to shoot that series with 15 grand on YouTube, with us coming in and providing our production value, our expertise and our resources, we'll be able to, we might spend, let's say $50,000 max, but we'll be able to monetize and, and clear, clear that plus more with um, shooting it and putting it on Amazon. And then because we can shoot these productions within 10 days, um, because we have a whole team, we can just, you know, every month 
create a new series or create a, or just do a new season and just keep churning out that content. And then, you know, versus the studios that will take a week to shoot one episode and who knows how long to, to, to do post production, everything like that. Um, what we decided to invest in was we already seen our influencers making a lot of money on their own. We decided just to bring our expertise as far as marketing, production, and, you know, just distribution to their um, their already made platform and then just sharing the profits. Right. So this is this mm-hmm. is uh, this is really like about about distribution. This is about how right. to distribute at a at a higher level with with what I'm gathering is is better payouts. Yeah, way better. <laughs> yeah. And so. Uh, now, when we talked last time, I know a couple of the things you had going on. One of them was uh, getting people's music up on Spotify as a recurring Correct. revenue. And so I'm curious, in all of that previous stuff that you were doing, what mm. what did you take from that that you were able to, first of all, apply to this? Mm. And where did the idea come from to to take a look at this and start piecing this together? Um, well, ultimately, so my main focus that I, 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 you know, pride myself in is helping people build a personal brand. I feel like a personal brand is like super underrated and it's very valuable. Um, so with the distribution of music, the, the lucky thing about it is if you want to get your music out there, you have to put it on um, Spotify, iTunes, because that's where most of the people are going to want to buy it nowadays. And people are streaming music, so they don't want to pay ninety nine cent for a song when they can pay ninety nine dollars or nine ninety nine a month to listen to as much music as they want. Um, it, it's just it doesn't make sense for me to pay a dollar for your album or even fifty cent for your whole album, <laughs> let alone for a single if I can stream your album and everybody else's album at a drop of a dime. Um, so with that being said, when people come to my company for distribution for their music, they upload it and it's their audience, their crowd that generates the money for them. I don't have to do any marketing at all, but I get to reap the benefits of them building their own personal audience because I get a percentage for being the middleman to put it on those streaming platforms. So what I realized when it came to the the film aspect of it, I also have those distribution outlets that a lot of filmmakers don't have, that they want to have. But Amazon isn't just handing out deals. Neither is Netflix, neither is Peacock or Hulu. You have to have certain relationships in order to be able to get on these platforms. Um, and the, it's just, you know, you got to have sometimes you have to have money sometimes you just have to have a certain company structure set up and sometimes it's just relationships you just you know you got a big enough fan base you can make it happen um so i figured okay well let's partner with influencers who want to shoot their content at a higher quality level they sign to our agency so now they're signed to us so not only do we get a percentage of what we do but we get a percentage of everything that we involve ourselves in, right? So even if they're like, hey, can you um, help us do this? As soon as we put one word into that production, we get paid, our, our percentage that we, we agreed upon. And then from there, 
we're, we're just leveraging their already current audience. So one of our influencers has 1.6 million followers. He's shooting a movie coming up. And he said, he's like, hey, I need, I'm shooting a movie. I need some more funding. Um, here's my Indiegogo. So he did that. And within like 24 hours to a week, he was able to get around $50,000. Um, so I, I'd say within the first 24 hours, like 30,000 came in. But by the end of the week, it was like a total of 50. Um, but that is crazy powerful because that's a, a fan base that he created. Mm. You know, I can go on Instagram right now and say, hey, I'm shooting a movie. I need 50 grand. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> I might get a couple of good lucks. Wish you luck. <laughs> I'm there for you, but I'm not going to be able to get 50 grand. I, I don't need, I just not going to happen for me. Yeah. My mom would I send have to me, go and reach out to my mom would send me, huh? ten, my mom would send me 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, my mom <laughs> might, you know, make food. <laughs> um, so what I realized is these influencers have fans, you know, and they have supporters and they have fanatics. And each one is a different level of investment. Fans might put in $10. Supporters might put in 1000 Fanatics, they'll put in 1500 to $2,000. Um, so with all that combined having that personal brand means you'll never really go broke. Um, Jay-Z could lose everything today, go to a club and say, hey, I'll perform for 50 grand and boom, he's right back on top because he has that personal brand. Um, so we understand the value of influencers and their personal brands. So we invest into that. Um, so we're like, okay, if you made this much money in a week from people wanting to support you, um, I can't imagine how much money we can make um, when we're putting your content out there and then people can either buy it or they can stream it on Amazon and Amazon pays us per view. So now that we're getting paid per view, if we get those 30 million views or let's just say half of that to watch you on Amazon, we made one one million dollars or more minus Amazon's cut. And then at the end of the day, that's enough to shoot multiple productions because the max we invested was about $50,000 because we already owned the equipment. We already had the crew working for whatever. Um, so it, it's not costing us what it would cost a studio to produce a TV show. And we can produce them a lot faster. And since, like I said, we already have the equipment, um, it, it makes life 10 times easier. Hmm. That's interesting. And, and so I take it that, you know, when I think of the entertainment industry now and what you're talking about, it is kind of getting to a crossroads where am I going to sit down and watch a show that, you know, is produced and written and actors are hired and that, and, you know, a traditional movie or TV show versus mm. somebody who has built an audience and is an influencer and people are just going to watch because they just want to know what they're going to say next. True. That's true. And because like, if you, if you watch like an HBO series, they spend lots of money um, promoting it, billboards, all that stuff. Um, but what I've realized is the movie uh, Gemini Man with Will Smith or Bad Boys with Will Smith, I heard more about that movie on his actual Instagram account than I did any TV commercial. 
than I did any billboard. Because in certain areas that you live in, you're not going to see a billboard of a movie like that. You'll see it in LA, you'll see it in New York. Um, but you know, I live in Maryland most of the time and where I live, you don't see billboards, especially of movies like that. Um, so at the end of the day, I, I was more engaged with the movie because of Will Smith's Instagram page. I was more engaged with the movie because I'm following this person. I get to see his personality trait. Um, and then you build a close relationship with that person on social media, even though it, it's a one way relationship because he's not responding back to everybody. But you like I like his personality. And I'm going to go check out his movie. I like The Rock's personality. I, I'm going to I'm going to go check out his movie. So these actors who think that they can become household names without using social media. Um, to me, it's just absurd. You know, you, you have to. You could back in the day, like if you're a Denzel, it's great because you've already established that. But in this new era, you, you have TikTokers who have four or five million followers who are more known than celebrities who are hit Netflix TV series. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have YouTubers who are more known than people who've been on six seasons of a TV show on TBS um, because they're able to directly connect and communicate and engage with their audience in places that their audience won't be. So I tell my clients, you got to look at the industry as like a football uh, field. Inside that stadium, in the middle of that stadium, it, it would be you as an artist or as an actor or as a performer. And the people in the stands, um, that's like social media. So they're coming to that game every week. You just want to be in the middle of the field. You don't want to be outside that stadium because then it's harder to get those eyes. But now that everybody's inside that stadium, which would be Facebook or Instagram or any other social media platform, it's easy to be right in the middle of that field. But if you want to be on the outside, such as like on a TV network like TBS, I have to be then looking for you. I have to be going to that network and they have to find me, but I'm already going to watch the game. I'm already going to YouTube and social media. So be there. And once you're there, then they'll go look out for, look out for you outside the stadium. They'll go buy your jerseys. Mm-hmm. They'll go buy your movies. They'll go buy your mugs. But you have to at least be where the game is ultimately. Right. That's a that's a great analogy. And 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 so what they've done is opposed to having leaving it in the hands of a production company or a movie company or a TV company to promote them there. Mm. This is really about self promotion and building your own audience that when you then say, Hey, I'm appearing on this episode of blah, blah, blah. The fans are there. Correct. They want to see it, right? They're going to, they're going to jump to that. That so, is correct. So in the world then of personal branding, cause I know you do work in that and social media, you know, if somebody's starting out and, and I don't know if, if, if this is your area or not, if somebody's starting mm-hmm. out, like what can they do to start building an audience? Is there some easy go-to things or is it just like I hear, oh, it's just consistency, just keep showing up? Like what, <laughs> you know, what is it? I hate it when people say consistency because I feel like there's no action steps. There's so many people online telling you the same like rhetoric, but People want actual action steps. What do I do first? What is the first thing that I do? Um, so, you know, for me, I tell them, one, you have to want to know what you want to be known for. 
And a lot of people don't really understand that question. So I tell people, I, I give them the, a great example. If you were to see Jamie Foxx in the street and there was a person from a different country that didn't know who Jamie Foxx was, what would you say he was in your, your, in your words? I would say that he's an actor performer and you know, my memory, my closest memory of him is Ray Charles. Okay. So perfect. So you would say an actor performer, but Jamie Foxx is a host. He's an actor, a comedian. Um, he's a, he's an entrepreneur. He does a lot of different things, which I tell, cause I, I get people say, well, I do this, I do this. I want to be known for it all. And I'm saying that's fine, but on the street, you're only going to be known for one thing instantly. And you want to, you can branch out and do all those other things, but you want people to be able to, to define you instantly. So, you know, you say active performer, but yeah, he, he does have a platinum album. So, you know, he's, he's, you know, he'd also stand up, you know, he also was a TV host for the show Shazam. He also, so he does a lot of different things. Um, he's a producer and a director um, and a writer, but we know him for that one niche. And because of that one niche, then you can branch out and do other things because you've gotten the credibility. So I tell my clients, figure out what you want to be known for first. Like when someone sees you, what do you want them to say? So for me, if they see me on the streets, they may not remember my name. Oh, that's the guy who makes people famous. I'm okay with that. Right now, I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm also this and this and this and this, but I want to be known as the guy you help to build your brand to get you on that next level. Um, so I, I would always say, like, find the one thing that you want to be known for as your first action step. And then from there, you figure out what do you have to do to build that 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 brand. Now, trying to be in a model is great. It's going to take some time. You're going to have to take a lot of photos and you're going to have to be. And, and I wouldn't even say consistent. You're just going to have to be unique. And you just can't take photos with your phone. But some of the, the, the models that I see on Instagram, they have a unique um, identity. They have a, a unique filter on all their photos that makes their page aesthetically appealing. And that's their niche. So they might have only posted 50 photos, but they got a million followers because those 50 photos are more valuable than your 200 photos that are different filters, different looks, different, you know, whatever is going on. Um, if you want to be an actor, that's hard too because with it as an actor, you have to you have to think. I have to get into a movie. The movie then has to be shot, edited, and put out, and then I have to get into enough movies to build a name. Um, if Will Smith did one movie, we wouldn't care. Right. If you know Brad Pitt did one movie, we wouldn't care. But it's the constant you know, um, repetition of more and more movies, more and more content that made them a household name. So as an actor, it is harder to, to become successful as a household name. Um, and I know a lot of actors, you know, personally that have been in shows for years and that are struggling to get by due to the pandemic and who, who were, some of them were struggling even before the pandemic and they were on hit TV shows. So acting is a great way to become known, but it's not a great way to build a sustainable income unless you get on that level of a Denzel or of a Brad Pitt or, you know, um, Nicholas Cage, even yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, it's like I said, if you don't get there, it, it's hard. And there's hundreds of thousands of actors who are on TV shows, day players, they might make $800 here, $800 there, um, but they're still struggling. 
So what you want to do is you want to build a personal brand because uh, one of the people that uh, my influencer, Jahan Jones, he works with uh, King Batch. King Batch has 15 million followers, if not more, on Instagram. That's why he's getting so many movie roles. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a wonderful actor, great comedian, wonderful actor, has a wonderful personality. Um, but his following also helps. He built that presence from Vine to Instagram. He's even building his TikTok. He has a Twitch. Um, now, if you were to see him, you would say, oh, he's a social media influencer. That's how people know him. But he's also a great comedian. He's also a great actor. He's also a great director. He's also a great writer. Um, my client, Jahan Jones, same thing. People see him and like, oh, he's an influencer. You know, we were just on set this weekend. The cast was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I follow him on Instagram. He's an influencer, but he's also a comedian. He's also a writer. He's also a director. But he's at least known for the one thing. And then they can invest in knowing everything about you. Um, so I would say the first step is just figuring out what you want people to say on the street. This is what this person does. Even if they don't know your name, at least they know what you do. Right. So step one is what do you want to be known for? Yeah. That's great. That's a, even, yeah. that's a really great question to anybody. And that, and I can see how that would even apply to business. Like what do you want your business to be known for? What do you do? You know, you, cause you can't yeah. do, you can't do everything at once because they've without any focus, there's, mm -hmm. it's just a spray, right? There's just a madness yeah. to that. And so, uh, so the, the key thing here is to focus on one thing, get that well. And, and one of the things that came up to me as you were talking is that you can do multiple movies. Of course, you always, you know, in order to do that, in order to achieve that, there has to be quality, right? Like you, you can't, you, you know, some people do make really bad <laughs> choices, right? They get on they, <laughs> awful films or whatever, or they just never seem to pick a good one. Yeah, They have the one hit and then, so obviously putting together quality is also important. And are you seeing that right. even with your influencers that, cause I think you said earlier that some of them want to raise the level of the quality at which they're interacting. Correct. So with Jahan, um, me and my partner, Elijah Kelly, um, he, uh, we, we saw his content on, on Instagram, which was great because it was shot with an iPhone. Then when it came to, he decided to elevate and go for longer content. So he went to YouTube and he started shooting with a, a black magic camera, which is obviously a lot better quality than an iPhone. Mm -hmm. um, and then he started to amass millions of followers on both platforms. Then from there, he's like, Hey, okay, now I gotta, I gotta upgrade. I can't continue doing the same thing. Um, so now I want to shoot movies. So that means, okay, now he wants to use another video camera, uh, either a higher end black magic camera or an Ari Alexa camera which if you know anything about films, those cameras shoot pretty good quality. But now we have to raise a production value, makeup artist, hairstylist, um, wardrobe, you know, set design, all of that comes into place. Now people do appreciate when you do raise the value of production. I mean, no one's going to complain that you're giving me a great quality movie. You know, I've never heard anybody say, Oh my gosh, the movie was shot so well. It was terrible because it was shot so well, you know? Um, you know, <laughs> the worst, um, you know, that's the worst movie ever. They shot it so brilliantly. I can't. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so it doesn't hurt to go better. Now, his audience will still consume it at a, a YouTube level. 
but you want to set yourself apart from those people. And, and that's what makes the Denzels different than the YouTubers is Denzel's movie quality is higher. Tom Tank's movie quality is higher. So everybody wants that, you know, and a lot of people want to be on Netflix. And I know a lot of influencers who make more money than stars on Netflix. They just want that higher production quality. You know, I have influencers who are making $100,000 a month on YouTube, but they still want to be on a hit TV, a Netflix TV show, even though they wouldn't even be getting paid anywhere near what they're making on YouTube. It's just because they just want to, society says, this is the gold standard. So everybody wants to be at the gold standard. Um, so, yeah, of course, you don't want to pick a lot of bad movies. I mean, um, you know, I don't want to say any names, but Eddie Murphy <laughs> made a couple of bad choices. <laughs> and <laughs> You know, Nicolas Cage made a couple of bad choices. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you just want to make sure that when you do pick something, you find the right team. It's all about the director, seeing their work, seeing the producer's work, um, you know, what cameras they're going to shoot with, what is the shooting style, the tone of the movie. All that makes a difference. And um, obviously building that personal brand as a director helps because I've seen directors who aren't even that great as far as quality. They just happen to get 100,000 followers and artists want to shoot with that director who may only have 5,000 followers because they're in their mind, they're saying, if I get this guy has a hundred thousand followers to shoot my video, he's going to promote it to his hundred thousand followers. And then they're going to go check out my video because they love his work. And then now I have a new audience. So even though his work isn't as good as someone else who has 4,000 followers, um, his audience is more important, is more valuable to me than, um, it would be to the quality in per se. Right. And you, you kind of touched on that too, for those that are in the creative field that want to get into being in front of a camera, having followers goes a long way in whether a production mm -hmm. will hire you because that is true. they want, they want success. They want eyeballs. <laughs> exactly. So if, you know, if we have, if yeah. you have 10 million followers and they give you a part in their show, they're, you know, they're, their head is saying their people are going to come watch this show. So yeah, they're not That's the true. best actor for this role. However, mm -hmm. we're, we want some, we want some branding to go with this. That's true. Cause like King bad, she's on a show or movie in Netflix called babysitters. And he's also another one. I think it's called Sneakerhead or something. And I only heard about those two movies because of his social media and I follow him. Right. Um, I didn't see any commercials on TV. I didn't see any billboards. It was literally just because of that I saw it. And I shared one of his um, movies with a friend of mine who loves sneakers. I'm like, oh, check, you might like this. It's from, you know, uh, and that's only because of King Batch's social media page. So the followers help. And I've seen actors get roles just because they had, you know, 20,000 followers. I, I recently casted for a show that I'm shooting on Amazon. And um, it was between two actresses and the one had 40,000 followers and I went with her. She just had more followers. Right. So I was like, she must be popular. They must like her. Um, and the other lady, I think, had like 2,000 followers. So I, I went with the one who obviously I thought would bring us more eyeballs because the more eyeballs, the more money we make. Right. Right, right, right. So that stuff's becoming that stuff's becoming important. So after after somebody says, hey, 
this is what I want to be known for. Do they, you know, is it best to go to one platform and really try to drive that platform or, you know, does somebody say, Hey, I'm going to be on all the platforms at once and try to feed all of them. Um, so I, I always say, once you figure out what you want to be known for, the first thing you should do right after that is buy your domain name. Um, so you want to buy your name as a domain name. Cause one of my clients, John Jones, he, he waited too long <laughs> and someone else bought it, uh, you know, before he did. And now they want to charge him $7,000 for his own name, you know? Um, so you want to buy your name as a domain name and you want to build a website that can capture all of your audience. So you want to have a, a pixel tracker on there, whether it be Facebook or Google or, or both. This way, when people come to your page, you can retarget them with ads, no matter what platform they're on. Um, and then you want to have a newsletter set up so they can they can sign up to your newsletter because you don't want to be a TikToker and now your whole career could be over because Trump decides to ban TikTok. You know, I've I've met YouTubers who have made thousands of followers and subscribers on YouTube, and someone hacks their account, and it's all it's all over. Um, one of my clients, her name's Audrey um, Kincaid, and she had about one hundred and thirty thousand followers on Instagram. Uh, she must have posted something Instagram didn't agree with, so they disabled her account. We tried to get it back for six months, couldn't get it back, so we started a new one. Um, and now she's trying to get those people to know with her new pages. Now she's back at, let's say within a month, we got her back at like 11,000 followers. Um, but we could have had 11,000 more followers on her new, her old account, which would have brought her around to 200,000. Um, but ultimately never be tied to one platform that if something happens or they decide to just boot you or demonetize you or get rid of you, that that's it. So you want to own your own platform. So that is your website. To me, your website is like the foundation. You can have the walls, you can have the roof, you can have the furniture, but none of that matters without the foundation, without to, something to put it on. Um, and on your website, they can get to your Facebook, they can get to your Instagram, they can click on your LinkedIn. You have all those social media handles there, but your website needs to be able to track those people. And then you need to get your customers' numbers. Um, a lot of the big influencers are doing that. Gary V, King Badge, um, you know, a good friend of mine named Ryan Leslie. They have these new marketing aspects where you can put your number in and now the celebrity can text you. And the good thing is celebrity will go through their phone and just text random people and say, hey, Sarah, how's it going? It's me, you know, Will Smith, just saying happy birthday to you. Want to check in on you. And they can call these people too, you know, and it's from a certain number. So it's like, Hey, it's me, Will Smith. And it pops up in that person's phone as Will Smith as you know, the caller ID. And now Will Smith can individually connect with as many people as he wants to throughout the day. He can spend an hour just connecting with as many people as he wants, texting them back and forth, um, asking them questions. And then that builds a, a stronger bond between you and that person. So if I sign up for Will Smith's, you know, number thing, and I, I you know, I dial his number, save it in my phone and he gives me a call and he's like, he's having a two minute conversation with me. That's going to make my day. You can best believe I'm probably going to go to Amazon that day and watch the, the, the most recent Will Smith movie. I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to share it on Instagram. I'm going to tell my parents like, yo, guess what? Talk to Will Smith today. All I'm doing is being an ampl amplifier for Will Smith. Now that's free promotion for him. Um, but you don't want to be stuck on one 
platform, you do kind of want to spread yourself out. So I have a client. Um, her name is uh, Sherelle Patrice. She has 5 million followers on Facebook, but only 120,000 on Instagram. But the Facebook is where we make the bulk of her money, is where we, we engage the most with her audience, is where we get the most, you know, endorsements, sponsorships from. Mm. Um, her Twitter is like 3,000. So you don't have to be on every platform per se. You just want to pick a platform that works for you. But don't let that platform be like your I'm a die on this hill platform. Your website is ultimately your ultimate platform, because if you go to my personal website, you're going to see something that says I have permission to use cookies and this and this and this on my website thing here. OK, you agree. Now I have your IP address. So when I have a movie coming out or a project I want to promote, I can go to Google ads, Pinterest ads, Facebook um, ad network, and I can do a little banner, promote it, and I can target everyone who's ever been to my website. So you might not be on Facebook today. You might not be on Facebook next week or Instagram next week. You might be detoxing for a month, but you might be going to Google and reading some articles. Well, there goes my little ad banner popping up. Hey, it's me, Cliff. New movie coming out. Check it out. It's called Baza Baza. Click here. Watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, I love watching Cliff stuff. They click it. Boom. So they didn't have to be on social media because now, let's say Instagram got rid of me. It doesn't matter. I still have all those IP addresses. I can then target those people outside of Instagram and video games and blog posts and a whole bunch of different platforms that they'll be going to online. And I can target the exact people that I need to target versus randomly uh, targeting different people. Right. And is that is that through a pixel tracker? Is that what is that what you Correct. call that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The do Facebook you, Pixel. Google has one. Do you have mm -hmm. one of those that uh, that you can create revenue on for yourself? Yeah. So I um <laughs> I do I have a <laughs> ah, of course something you do. like that. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm I'm trying to create one because what happens is you have like Google has one where it's just for Google. Right. Facebook has one where it's just for Facebook. I'm trying to create one where it can target all those ad platforms combined without having to have all these different ones and different ID numbers and everything like that. Um, so I've been working with my team to do it because I realize ads are, are where it's at in this day and age. Um, and you have to get in front of your audience's face. Like it just has to happen. If, if, if you don't, you're going to be like a lot of other old actors or retired artists who they have great music and they put out new music, but they're not building the audience like they need to. Mm. They're not getting into people's faces. So it's like, what have you done for me lately? Mm -hmm. Is how people look at it. Mm -hmm. You know? So yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow. So what are you, uh, before we wrap things up, uh, Clifton, what are you, what's your whole focus right now? If you were to look at your next month to two months, what, what is Clifton Alexander driving at right now? So what I'm going to be focusing on, um, in the next like two, three months is, uh, so me and my partner, his name's Elijah Kelly. He, um, he owns a company called Uplift Works in, uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. And, uh, me and him did a partnership together for a company called Fansway, which is our talent agency. So what we're going to do is be f focusing on creating content for um, UpliftWorks, for Fansway, and for Amazon. So we're just going to be every month creating as much content as possible, working with actors, creating new shows, centering them around influencers. Um, I'm actually getting ready to drive to L.A. 
tomorrow um, with some of the, the equipment to film um, a movie for one of our influencers. And then while I'm out there, I obviously work with some of the other influencers that we, we decided to sign. But our focus is just creating as much content for um, the, the production company and for um, our influence as possible. And then me personally, I'll be focusing on building my YouTube channel where I will be giving tips on how to build a brand, how to build a business, how to scale, how to get followers, uh, how to stand out from the rest. Because I see a lot of influencers or YouTubers, they give these videos, but there's no actual action steps. It's just be consistent. Find a passion, you know, then be more consistent after you find the passion. It's like, I can make you money and make you famous without you being passionate about it. Um, it's just, there's certain steps you need to take. And even if you aren't passionate, if you just follow the procedure, you know, you follow the process, you'll get there. Um, and uh, there's a show I used to watch called The Prophet, um, Marcus Malonis, and he always says, just follow the process. And I, I tell people all the time, like, if you just follow the process and you forget about the passion, you'll make the money. And to me, you know, once you make the money, you can then start doing those passion projects that you want to do. Mm -hmm. But even if you, you have to work at McDonald's in order to get your passion off the ground, you're not passionate about McDonald's. But it's it's where you started, so that way you could get enough money to get to the next stage into your life, where you could then do your passion, you know. Um, so, but like I said, building your personal brand is my main focus, and I'm going to be doing that for myself because I've been doing it for years for different artists and actors and musicians. Um, but I figure I'd be more valuable if I had a million followers um, than if I just steadily focus on my, my clients having a million followers. Right. And uh, um, if somebody wanted to work with you, how would they get a hold of you? Um, they can go to my website, cliftonalexander.com, C-L-I-F-T-O-N, um, alexander.com, or they can reach me on social media, same handle, Clifton Alexander. Um, you know, and if you go to the website, you can just fill out, uh, my personal website it just says, start building your reputation, click it, and then just fill out a form and I'll reach out after that. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today, Clifton. Thank you as well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We've been with Clifton Alexander today on the Bloom Living Podcast. All right, my friend, you have a great day and I know we will be in connection well. soon. We definitely will. I appreciate it. All right. And thanks so much to you for joining in and listening to today's show. This is the Bloom Living Podcast. We hope you have yourself an amazing day. We look forward to having you join in again or maybe go back and listen to some of our previous episodes. And if you're so inclined, give us a shout out, give us a thumbs up, share it on social media. We'd really appreciate that. All the best. Stay blessed. Namaste.